Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, folks. We are joined by Tan Trung, WWL multimedia journalist. He releases his next podcast about an inmate in the largest maximum security prison in the state of Louisiana, Angola, who becomes a minister. Tan, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me on. So, uh, Tan, uh, he goes by the name of Alex. He didn't want his uh, actual name used in this story. Um, convicted of uh, a principal to a second-degree murder on a 10-2 decision and was found not guilty by a unanimous verdict on an attempted second-degree murder. And he finds himself in the prison system from a very young age. And the story goes from there. Yeah, it's a, it's a two-part episode, and, and the second part of the podcast is, is out now. And I had to break it up because I think to understand what Alex went through in terms of the seminary program in Angola, you have to understand what he did to get himself into that position. And I say in the podcast that on the surface, it seems like this is a story about crime and punishment, which obviously that is involved. But I think it's about faith and fortitude as well, because when you're dealing with something as harsh and as rough as Angola, and it has a reputation of its own, I think that when you hear that there's a seminary program in Angola, it raises an eyebrow. But to understand and to really kind of get into the the core of what the story is about, you have to look at faith and the 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 idea of having and kind of putting religion into some aspect of the prison system has been around since biblical days. It's part of the corporal works of mercy. And I really wanted to take a look at that aspect, and this is what the podcast is really about. Interestingly, he says that um, the development and the growth and the migration of his faith really wasn't about thinking or focusing on getting out of jail. It was really more um, how he was going to live his life in jail. Yeah, and, and Alex, I couldn't identify him because that was part of the agreement that, you know, if he was to share his experience and what got him into Angola and then what ultimately 
got him into the seminary program there. I, I couldn't use his name and identify the specifics of his case. But when he got into Angola, you know, the, the majority of inmates and prisoners who enter Angola never leave. 85% of them are serving life sentences. And he had to find some way to survive what he was seeing day to day in the prison. And that was really the, the focus and, and the reason why he entered the seminary program and found his faith. It wasn't necessarily this idea of getting out because, again, the the reality is, is that many of the inmates, rightly so, are sent to Angola to serve out their term uh, and to serve out the rest of their lives. Um, so he never really went into the seminary program thinking that he was going to get out. That was not the goal. The goal was to somehow understand and navigate what life was like in prison. And he found that through the seminary program, which I found to be fascinating. He didn't come right out and say this, but it seemed to me uh, what he talked about was a delicate balancing act, right? That although mm -hmm. his his physical self was not free, uh, he was restrained, but it didn't necessarily mean that his spiritual or mental self uh, had to be restrained uh, in addition. And that, you know, the, the old adage, an, an idle mind is the devil's workshop, uh, it occurred sure. to me that uh, one of the things that, that he reached to in that um, striving for that ability to survive while there uh, was education. And whether or that that was spiritual education or just, you know, the day-to-day -day education of life, uh, so many things. He recognized he couldn't read at a high level. I think he said he had a fifth-grade mm -hmm. reading level when he went in. And and to me, um, I, I'll be honest, he sound this guy's incredibly articulate. Um, oh, absolutely. So, so obviously it's paid off in the long run um, of, you know, it, uh, enhancing his ability to exercise his mind and, and use his mind for positive things. Uh, he, he, he'll he be the first to admit that he had very little understanding of what was going on legally for him when he entered the court system when he was arrested for the murder charge. And as you say, and, and as he says in the podcast, he had a fifth-grade reading, reading comprehension. So entering the, the prison system, he didn't really grasp what – what really got him in there. He he felt that because he wasn't really the person and he was not the person who pulled the trigger, he should not plea out to any, yeah. to anything according to that crime. So that, that was, he was, that was he was charged as a principal to the crime. Right. Right. Precisely. And, but as a teenager, he didn't really grasp that. But as a teenager with a fifth grade reading level, he sincerely didn't grasp that. But when he entered the prison system and then started attending these Episcopalian church services um, every Tuesday there, he started to understand and kind of gravitate towards what would ultimately be the seminary program. And as you noted there, Newell, I mean, he is very articulate at this point. He is able to really recite stuff from the Bible, but give really cogent and really kind of articulate statements about what faith and life is. And I think that that to me was really the purpose of what what like what attracted me to this particular story was you don't need to go through something that Alex went through. Everybody has their challenges, and we all try to find some way to work through these adversities in life. And when you listen to Alex's story and you understand the adversity, which I, I can't really you know find any other levels of adversity higher than serving out a life sentence in Angola. 
and finding some purpose and finding some way to get through that adversity. I think that's the, the lesson that we can learn from listening to his story. And that's really the purpose why I really wanted to put the story together. And then a weird happenstance, right? He serves 28 years incarcerated and something happens. Yes. I mean, he, the, the Supreme court ultimately um, decided that people who are sent and served, sentenced to life sentences in prison uh, should not be sentenced to life in prison uh, and should be eligible for parole consideration. And so ultimately that Supreme court decision fit the parameters of what Alex was when he entered the prison system and he was immediately eligible for parole. Now, as he noted, that didn't mean that he was going to get paroled, but because of the fact that he went through the seminary program and had exemplary behavior in one of the roughest prisons in America, then he was ultimately able to be paroled. And again, he never, he never went into the seminary program ever thinking that he would ultimately be one day free. But it goes back to what we were just saying is that if you look at the whole of his, his life, by the time he went in there, he had spent 28 years in Angola, never assuming or never thinking that he was going to get out. But he found this level of faith to kind of stay on track while he was in prison. Then ultimately, the thing that he never expected or never hoped for actually came true, which is kind of mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, especially when you think that, um, first, jails are not safe places, not by any stretch of the, prisons, I mean, by any stretch of the imagination. There's a laundry list or a big menu of temptations, right, within that facility sure. as well. And, uh, it, and I could sense in him, he was proud of the fact that he was able to beat back those demons, so to speak, uh, because of his faith. I don't think that he really focused on it, but I think he recognized that that was one of the byproducts of what he was doing. Oh, for sure. And I think, you know, as your time as sheriff of Jefferson Parish, you know the, the criminal justice system better than most. And I think Alex, when he went into the system, he understood very quickly once his ability to appeal his sentence was, was up that he was there for a long time. Um, but now he was able to kind of channel his, his energy and, and understanding of where his life needed to be. And ultimately, you know, you don't have to believe in God and you don't necessarily have to believe in second chances to understand this story. But, you know, we're, we're right now looking at a prison population. Those folks are there. And if those folks ever get out, then maybe it would be worthwhile for them to have some type of interaction with a seminary program like they have in Angola. Oh, no doubt. So that when they come out, they can be high on life as opposed to high on some drug or something else. Yes, sir. And and the real success here is that he's been free now five years. And Five and years, and not, he's running and his own not business. And is not recidivated, and that's something to be uh, celebrated for sure. We can find a podcast where, Tom? They can just search for the Tom Report. That's T-H-A-N-H Report, wherever they get their podcasts. That's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app as well. And the story right now, Newell, is playing on the WWL Radio website. You can find it there as well. All righty. Thank you so much. Great job as always, Tom. Really appreciate it. Tom Trunk, WWL Multimedia Journalist. Have a great week. We will be right back, folks. Stay with us. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.